Teresa, don't you dare cough. Don't you cough. I can't guarantee anything. Don't you do it. It's going to happen and I'm going to cut it out because I don't want anybody to be, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Startled. Startled or, (laughs) yeah. I'm recovering from the flu, folks. I'm going to just cough when you cough so then no one will know who's actually coughing and then you don't have to edit it out. You're such a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, today. We have a friend. Today. We do have a friend here. Yeah. My my voice coach, but also one of my good friends, Mary. Uh, so Mary Clockler, if I if I pronounce that correctly. I always oh, thought your last right. name was Clocker. And yes, then when, yes. when when you sent me your email, I was like, oh, it's Clockler. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> even though I've known you for what, like two years now? That's oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I just it, learned this about you. <laughs> I think there was a movie called Clockers. I think that's what's prominently ingrained in the consciousness personally because mm. that whenever i mention clockler it's like everybody's like i don't understand that second l you know so it's very funny <laughs> <laughs> but i think it, that movie is actually what did it but it, it, it's all good it doesn't matter i, I still know who i am so which <laughs> is important yeah yeah right. i know who you're calling <laughs> that's the good. most important part <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well welcome to two gemini's and a leo mary mm-hmm. why don't you tell Thank us a little you. bit about yourself Okay, so my name is Mary Clockler, and I am an intuitive healer, psychic, uh, reader, Reiki master, and the owner and operator of Celestial Copper Works, which creates copper pyramids from three inches uh, hanging, which I'm going to show you real quick because I have one here, three inch hanging one to, uh, so it hangs, it hangs like Mm -hmm. that, and to a six foot meditation pyramid. And it's all copper, and the copper, which is also in our blood as well, gets charged up by the copper externally to charge you, charge your body up and your system up, clear out any negativity. So it's been a real amazing journey with that. So I, I'm so happy. I, yes, I am a voice teacher. Uh, I took six years of singing myself at my own band, and my music. My daughter's a full musician as well, so she has a band. You know, I'm sure Teresa has heard her <laughs> coming in and out. <laughs> But uh, she has a cool band and she's uh, called Hey Lady. So, and she's, it's all girl band. So they're having a really good time with that. So it's been amazing. Awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I was a core reporter for 25 years prior to this new venture in life. So being a core reporter, also known as a scribe, right? I'm a scribe writing as a core reporter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that it actually led me to write to the pyramid. So that's actually pretty amazing and automatic writing and all that stuff. So it brings, it comes in all over the place as far as my, my professional and personal life goes. So it's great. Very open, open through, uh, my, my, uh, third eye is very open and, uh, I think even larger after today, by the way, it's good. Cause I had QHHT earlier today, which is fantastic. Uh, quantum mm-hmm. healing hypnosis technique. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I couldn't imagine your third eye being any more open. So it now it's just like your, your full ass forehead now. It's just the whole thing. It's- all of it. The whole thing. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I think you could do a barcode at this point and scan in and, you know, check on me. Yeah. It's, it's uh, <laughs> wide open. <laughs> it's awesome. That's awesome. Who'd yeah. you do the quantum healing with? So strangely enough, it was a girl that was referred to me from my, my son's friend's father. 
who sent him to me as an accountant. And this is one of his clients whose wife wants to get more into the spiritual community as she learns quantum healing and, uh, and hypnosis. So it, it was, it's a four hour, four hour, um, therapy. And the first hour and a half is really talking about what you really want, what's going on, any issues that were, that are buried, bring them up. And then when you go into the hypnosis part, it, it's a lot of stuff came out. Past wow. lives came out. My in-between life came out. Between two lives actually came out. So that was quite interesting. One of my lives, I was a male, which is funny. And I was, and I was hunting Jack <laughs> the Ripper in London. Wow. That's really cool. And being a court reporter, a.k.a. psychic detective, right? So, you know, that's kind of funny that I do what I do now and what I did. So, yeah, it's kind of, of course, of, of course, because this I felt that this person, who I was, was literally documenting every, this guy's every move, documenting. So wow. what I did as a court reporter, documented everything. So, yeah, quite amazing, quite amazing. So, So you've always been a scribe. Always have been a scribe, yeah. So I didn't get Egypt or anything like that. I did get Hawaii though, as one of my other lives uh, today. And but I was a healer there too in Hawaii as well. Very young healer, young. Where people like came looking for me. So yeah, strange, very strange. Wow. So I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, apparently. So <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, fantastic day, fantastic. Yeah, I, I really don't even know what to say after that experience today. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> But it was great. And the girl, Kayla, who actually uh, found me, she, we, met, we met last week. She tells me what she did. And I, she booked me this week. And I'm going to exchange it for Reiki. So uh, nice. it was nice. a very good, very good vibrational match, both of us. So it was good. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I've, been, I've been presented by other people to do it. And I never really was vibrationally matching to them. So, yeah, it was time. It was time for yeah. it. So mm-hmm. very awesome. Yeah, and, and interesting today when I was, especially in the Jack the Ripper part, I, I, you know, there was there's a there's a ton more, but that that particular part, I was physically upset, and that yeah. was really great. That was really crazy. Like I was pissed about this whole entire crime, and I, as a court reporter, sat in the courtroom listening to cases, getting phys- physically upset, and literally using prayer meditation throughout. Actually, writing, you know, automatic writing is a form of meditation. So, and, and, uh, communication. So I would literally use that to get through it all, you know? So it was really interesting how, you know, that was a very interesting part of it. I also saw Jesus, Buddha and Muhammad. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Yeah. So So when you get your visions, is it like a movie or how does it, how do you see things? I see things via, yes, definitely in the movie, definitely in movie. With this today, it was almost appearing as like smoke of, of like, in, in a, like a puff of smoke. All of a sudden I was seeing the shroud of Torin and then I, then the shroud moved and there he was. And I was like, whoa. And then I got hugged, but the hug was so overwhelming. It was such love that it was overflowing and I felt it overflowing and it was like, I, I couldn't stop it. And then of course, uh, her name is Kayla. My daughter's name is Kayla, ironically, right? Kayla mm-hmm. asked me. Uh, how does this love feel to you? Like, how are you okay? I said, it feels like the same love I have for my children. And it was, I said, and I said, it's o- almost overwhelming. I have to almost pull back from him because it's too much right now. So, you know, so it was really, yeah. and, and I was told that I'm supposed to be healing. And yes, the psychic work is basically this, any of the spiritual stuff I'm doing is to help others, 
what I was told also in this was God's not mad about the psychic work. He's mad. He wants me to take more care of the temple mm. and not, not, you know, smoke or drink or not that I shouldn't do any of that, but I really need to really control it. And also, uh, and also control my energy. Who's, who's latching onto my energy. I need to control right. that because that will, that's depleting me. And I'm, and I'm allowing it because I feel bad, but I need to not feel bad for this person because they're not changing and right. they're still doing the same stuff. So that's so they're still until they change, then you can come back to it slowly. But yeah, it was a very, a very enlightening day today. So it's, it's great that I'm on with you guys now too. So. But, yeah. And we'd love to hear about every, we love all of this stuff. So it's really interesting to hear about too. So. Oh yeah. So yeah. So spiritually, spiritually speaking, I had a very uh, stellar day, uh, but yeah, it, it was quite awakening and, and knowing that I'm not offending the man upstairs, if you know what I'm saying, with what I'm doing as far as spiritually goes, I feel much better and more confident going forward that, you know, I'm here to help people and heal them. So help them on their journey. So, and, and if that's my job, that's my job, you know, so I'm good with that. So I've had many Reiki sessions with you and they're all always amazing. And I love the Copper Pyramid. I'm trying to get Mary to come do the Copper Pyramid at Anahata's. Listen, I would really love it. And also I feel like. I think I'm going to. I think I'm able to come, by the way. Those serpentipitous moments. I've literally been stalking and just all up in everything copper the past week. And like, I haven't even like, I've had like one of the copper bracelets with the magnet. I've I've been having like wrist problems again. I was literally just talking to Teresa. I was like, I think I finally like busted it. And I like Mm. on my Etsy account, I got all this copper shit. Like, and then I found this copper scribe to carve into my candles. I do like candle stuff. And it's like in my Etsy account. I've just been like on all this copper kick this week. And here you are. That is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And Rachel didn't know that you did. I, well, she didn't remember that you did the copper pyramid. So I when I sent her, never told me I did because I, I told here. you that she's my voice coach, but she's also a medium and she does. Yeah. I showed you my copper pyramid when I, I got it. At, I stopped at medium. I was excited. I was like, all right, <laughs> voice coach, medium. That's all I need to know. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's all gifts, right? I mean, so I think I've what I've done is activated everything, but the copper. If I could tell you that is something that will activate everything for you. So yes. it'll really yeah, hide like, you. I got copper cups. Like I'm like, I just, I really, I really love copper also just in general. I don't love do it. anything silver or anything like that. It's like copper or gold is all I ever really wear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, I got, I've like leaned in a lot this past week, like building up a, uh, a little folder of things to purchase and it's all yeah. the copper stuff. So it's, yeah, I like, <laughs> you've been coming for it. me all week, haven't you? I have been, you know, no, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that uh, I didn't know I was going to be working with so much of, mm-hmm. um, but I, it's a metal that corresponds to being a Pisces, by the way, too, as well. Think of the mermaids and I love mermaids. If you've seen my bathroom, or my, or my yard even, right, Teresa? It's like, oh, my yes. right? So, yeah. uh, and I love pool, water. I love all that stuff. Um, sure. But the copper really comes in. And when it goes verde, it's really, it's, it's oxidizing and it's actually leaching out. So believe it or not, like the Statue of Liberty is all copper, right? Yeah. So she's all copper. So she comes out verde with the, with the ocean right underfoot. Mm-hmm. But she's also emanating this energy into the air. It's actually, believe it or not, she's dispersing an energy into the air, whatever it is, whether it's positive or negative, but I think it's very positive. So 
I'm having such a moment right now. We're going to have to cut this because this is personal stuff. <laughs> That's okay. When I was like 12, I went, my, my aunt's a medium and I went with her to like this mind, body, soul exhibit with her and my grandmother. And we like helped run her booth. She just came out with her first book. And she introduced me to this guy who was doing like these aura readings. I again, I was like, well, maybe I was like fourteen. I don't know. I've been in it. I've been in it for a while as well. And he came and he was like doing my like aura, and it was crazy. He's like six feet away from me. I can like feel all this stuff pouring out of me. And he was talking about like inside, I'm more like gold, but that I have like a gray, kind of like protecting it. Mm. And now I feel connected to the Statue of Liberty. As you should. <laughs> See that? That's interesting. Why did you want yeah. to cut that? That's such a great story. I don't know. Or fine. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's just you can why you don't want people to know the color of your aura. Well, that, but also, like, I mean, that. I think, if anything, that actually proves the point of the story. <laughs> like, I don't want people to see or know who I am. So I have this, like, protective barrier. Like, I let it out in, in you know, more intimate settings, but, like, I kind of always have this almost protective thing. But, like, yes. I'm there to share this gold that's there, but you're not going to know where the gold's coming from. That's right. You mean, that's like, right. your Capricorn rising is just rising at all times? <laughs> Yeah. Is that gray? Is that grayness? Yeah, they're like it was like a like they were saying it was like almost like a smoky and they were like working through it and but then underneath of it was all of like this goldish tone. Uh, oh, well, okay. or is contained color and you know, and all that stuff. and yeah, you know, I was depending on your mo your moods, of course, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. very true. The the auric field and that's why when people tell me like a girl a girl just left, you know, uh, from Reiki. She had a uh, detox and a Reiki treatment. Uh, so on top of my quantum healing, I just do that, you know, for like an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, but enough. <laughs> I just feel so energized all the time. And I feel it is the copper. I feel there's yeah. a lot of energy that comes to me that way. And yeah. uh, also, too, the other thing is uh, I've been, I had a download of the Rods of Horus. Don't mm -hmm. ask, but it's uh, literally copper in the left hand, yep. zinc in the right hand. Mm -hmm. And that charges up the whole thing. Did you ever hear yep. of them? Yeah. No, I have. I literally have them in my cart. You do get so I'm making them. I'm working on making those too. So why um, not, right? Yeah. <laughs> Have to go with the pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. No, wow, totally. wow. Where are you getting yours from? Are they like are they uh, sacred geometry ones or they like it, they have smaller ones? They have yeah. So yeah, they're like smaller ones that you can just hold, and it was like on an Etsy thing. But I just wasn't sure how. Like I know I was like, all right, I'm gonna save this, and then we'll very much it, that. read yes. the reviews see what's going on but they also do it as like it's almost like um like lodestones but different yes yeah yeah so it has uh silica inside or some kind of crystals mm -hmm. inside it could be anything in there and they use um either caps they might even cap it with sand or some of them have done that way or if they're hollow or if they're solid they'll actually do it with the um what is it called the organite you know the the um yep resin they'll put it like that into into the rod so you know I'm, i was gonna do it different but yeah it's awesome yeah i like or like i like those things but it just doesn't feel right to me how light they are and i know that that's just resin <laughs> yeah and that you know but like if there's just something it doesn't connect with me and that might be my cap rising also where I, my brain's yeah. just like no this doesn't so right. I suggest to people when they question that right because the organite is something that i froze 
upside down pyramid, frozen organite one with crystals in it. And it was like a crappy one that I just found, you know, I got it from, it was like off where it had uh, it, like one of the stones was bulging out. <laughs> you know, it wasn't done right. I didn't make it, but it was, wasn't done right. Yeah. So I said, oh, well, this will be a great example of how this organite, I'm going to test it. So I tested it with um, the EM, EMF, like a frequency mm-hmm. meter. Yeah. I also tested, I tested my copper pyramids too as well. They're off the charts. The the organite pyramids, believe it or not, spray a like uh, a fountain of energy around it. And I froze it upside down in water, like a, like a Tupperware. Yeah. And when I flipped it over and let it like come out of the, you know, the Tupperware, it was literally a circle around the tops, just spraying out of energy. And you think it's only plastic, but knowing crystals, you know that piezoelectricity is going to be squeezed with the, with the organite sealing it up. So very interesting amount of energy coming off of them. I didn't believe him either. Like the EMF oh, no. busters, you know, I didn't know. I didn't, I was like, how could that possibly be? It's plastic. You know, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't doubt that it works. I just want it to be heavier. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> That's literally like, I just, I literally want it to be heavier. I'm like, this is too light. Like I know it's working, but I just, yeah. I need it to, to feel how it feels. Like it That's doesn't right. make sense to me in my brain. That's how I feel about Amber. I might still fuck around and freeze it though. Yeah. Try it. Try freezing your crystals. Try if somebody has a question or challenges you, you freeze it. So what I did, I don't know if I, I have it. It's my case. I did a, a, Green amateur, I think it was ametrine, small little pyramid. I also froze that crystal, and I fl- I froze it upside down to let see how the uh, energy was sprayed out. And then when I took it out of the ice, it literally cracked. This is gonna blow your mind. The ice literally cracked exactly in the same alignment as the pyramid of Giza, where the tunnels are. So it's really amazing. Yeah, it, it was that was an energy blast where the ice cracked. Yeah. So it's very interesting, and it looks just like each other too. By the way, it's a it's a crazy match on that. So I did a I do a lot of testing on my crystals and my magical tools to make sure they work. <laughs> so, I love right? it. Yeah. yeah, and copper likes to be charged in the sun. By the way, they like a nice warm ground sunlight. They like a little bit twenty minutes. Maybe I am copper because I also charge in the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have so much blood. We have so much copper in our blood anyway. It doesn't matter, yeah. you know, but that's why we need it. And salt, yeah. lots of salt. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all about it. I have, I'm here for it. I'm here for all of this. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just, yeah, now I got to be like, all right, what copper thing am I going to get today? <laughs> well, I was going to say, I know a guy if you wanted to you know wanted a guy? do something custom. I, uh, I know a guy. Nice. Her, her name nice. is Mary. That's right. Yeah. Today, 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 I was a guy looking for uh, a criminal. Yeah. One of my lost. Very, very crazy. Mm-hmm. Very awesome. You, you absolutely are a Pisces. Totally, totally Pisces. Not only just a Pisces Sun, but also Mercury and Venus and Scorpio Moon, Cancer Rising. So just big water emotion. Big water. Big big water. <laughs> Yes. You know what saves me in my whole chart is the Aries, right? Did you see that? Yep. That I have some yes. Aries too? Okay, that's, that's what, what I was wondering. Me. Otherwise, I'd be a, a truck driver. I was, I was wondering <laughs> where's the razzle-dazzle. And that's definitely... <laughs> I, didn't, I just looked up your chart right before we started. Um, and that's exactly... That's where it's all coming from. That like that Aries is just pushing it out. Like, here it, it is. is. It pushes it all out. 
Yeah. Yeah. But it's the dreaming part that the Pisces mm-hmm. that I, that I'm actually, the Aries is actually making it happen. So yeah. it's quite, and the Scorpio and the Scorpio hardcore too. But the, uh, yeah, it's, I find that interesting. Well, also the Aries is all in your 10th house too. And the 10th house is all about career and what you're known for and for all of that stuff. So all of your Pisces stuff is in your eighth and ninth house. And then it moves into your 10th house of career is where all of your Aries stuff is. So it's kind of like a nice shift from the spiritual into like the physical world, which is really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is such so a that's good way to be like, kind of 3D for a minute, yeah. right? That the the Aries, yeah, yeah. Mm. very interesting, very interesting. And all my water. So knowing that I'm all water like that, you know that I'm. Okay, so what's my goal in this lifetime with it, having a chart like this? Well, not only to be the healer of other people, but also learning how to heal yourself too. And like really tapping into like what is right and what's important for you, especially because you have your Chiron is also in Pisces. So I'm going to we'll we'll go over your chart first because we're already here doing it. And then we could go over the Pisces story after. But if you don't mind, I'm just going to give a quick rundown of your chart just so that the folks at home know what we're what we're working with. And then I will dive into to what I think of it. So. Because my opinion, obviously, is so important. I'm um, the astrologer. <laughs> I'm the answer. Yeah, Ra- Rachel's the comic relief. But you yeah. are an astrologer, too. We've been doing this for almost two years now. You, you, you got the knowledge. Not like you. I'm the Gemini. I am here for comic relief. <laughs> you know, you so, know I throw a Gemini party every year, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, she does. Every I'm day. sorry, what? For all the Geminis I know. One big party. Mm-hmm. See, she loves it. I better be, <laughs> you can come. Yeah, I better be invited. Because the Pisces <laughs> is the other twin. You are invited. You two come to the Gemini party in June. That's when we usually do it. Yeah, it better be in June. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. June. So, so yeah, all, all our charmers. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the me and Mary actually met at a metaphysical shop in Belmore, New York called Charmed. We both uh, practice there, do readings there. I wrap crystals there. Mary sells her pyramids and her salt sprays. Both of the owners are Geminis. And then one of the other readers there is a Gemini, right? Uh, Michelle's a Gemini also. Michelle. Nikki is also a Gemini, right? Yes. Or she has Gemini placements. I can't remember, uh, but there's Gemini just like, yes, there's just a ton of Gemini's there. Gemini. Yeah, just so I much Gemini energy. It's a collection. And also, can we talk about the name of the metaphysical shop? Yeah, being owned by Gemini's, and it's called Charmed. Charmed Eclectic Healing Shop. Perfect. It's so Gemini. It's so Gemini. <laughs> it's so Gemini. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Read the read the. It is so Gemini. It truly is. That's why when, yeah. when I first met them and I was like, do I have to buy you kids, you girls birthday presents? And then I was like, oh, I'm not buying you guys birthday presents. It's impossible to buy a Gemini birthday present. Right. That's what I said. My mother was a Gemini. So I have every right. Right. So, yeah. so uh, they will, I was like, how about a party? How about I have a happy hour for you guys? And they were like, okay. So I make their own desserts and uh, it's great. You know, they get their own desserts. They get their own, uh, their own space doing whatever they want. And we all get together and have and drink. And party, so it's fun. <laughs> you know, it's nice a Gemini season always. It's so nice that there's people out there that don't have a single Gemini placement that are throwing parties 
for Gemini's. <laughs> that's really nice. Is, isn't that funny? Is that nice. funny? <laughs> well, the mutable signs have to stick together, you know? That's true. That's true. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I'm a double sign. I get it. All right. So oh, yeah. Mary's chart. So we have a Pisces sun, a Scorpio moon, a Cancer rising, a Pisces, Mercury, and Venus. We have an Aries Mars, which that's definitely the, the razzle dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the fighter spirit pretty, that's within you. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. I'm going to heal you and you're going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, underestimate me. That'll be fun. <laughs> Let's yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the Aries is. <laughs> And we also have a Leo Jupiter and Aries Saturn. So yeah, Saturn and Mars working together in Aries Mm. sounds pretty intense, but not in a bad way. Mm. Um, Uranus is in Virgo. Neptune is in Scorpio. Pluto is in Virgo. And then we have your Chiron also in Pisces at 29 degrees, which is what I wanted to say, which is what I wanted to bring up before. So what I thought when we were talking about um, when you set, you know, acts like kind of like looking at your chart, what is your mission? And like I said, the mission is healing, but it's also learning how to. So the thing with Chiron, when we talk about Chiron on the show all the time, I don't know how familiar you are with Chiron, but it's the wounded healer. Okay, great. And with it being in 29 degrees, it's kind of like that last like huge burst of energy. So it's learning how to kind of work through and accept the pain that is kind of in the world and kind of learn how to transmute it and then take that pain and make it into something that is not only helpful to yourself, but also to other people. And with it being conjunct your son, because your son's at 28 degrees, it's like naturally just by being who you are, you are this healer. But it took time for you to get to that place because first you had to learn what you needed to feel safe and secure. And once you started to learn what you needed to feel safe and what you needed to kind of like shift and move through life then you were like okay well now how can I offer this to other people and especially with your mercury yeah and and your mercury is in the eighth house technically um even though your eighth house is ruled by Aquarius the eighth house is like the door to spirituality and then the ninth house is like all about religion higher learning um connection to the spiritual realm like things like that exactly so Mm -hmm. i feel like with your mercury being in pisces as well in the first degree which is another just like really super powerful degree in astrology um it's just so interesting like obviously you talk to the dead your your pisces is in mercury like you know those tiktok videos that's like i'm a pisces obviously i do this like you know like it's like yeah Yeah. and also like you're you're such a huge you have such a huge heart you're always putting yourself out there for people you're such a great catalyst for people you're always constantly making connections putting people together and making sure that people are on their right path and I think that that's also something that's really big and special for you as well 
Um, also, your North Node is in Aries as well. Mm-hmm. And when the North Node is in Aries, especially in the 10th house of like what you're going to be remembered for career, like things like that, I feel like it's kind of like doubling down on like that mm. power of 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 like like so with Aries in the 10th house and with your 10th house being at zero degrees Aries especially because once again zero zero degrees one degrees 29 degrees all really powerful numbers the MC at zero degrees yeah the Aries midheaven is at zero degrees okay I feel like you're really really great at starting things once again you're the catalyst you know you're really good at starting things and like putting people on their path and then you're like okay bye and you like kind of scoot away like you're never really like not that you're not somebody who closes not that you're not a finisher because you are obviously you create these really beautiful wonderful things but when it comes to like being there for other people you're definitely somebody who is like I'm gonna get you where you need to be and then you got to figure that shit out and that's it and then I'm gone it's kind of like you just have to my own my own energy yes you're right I think that that's it I'm at I'm out of space in that in my life right now with about that so right now it's uh i have to conserve my energy for me and for what's really mattering around me you know so and not just give it away you're right that's like how you do the big work you can't hold people's hands through everything you got to just let them you know there's there's hurt people hurt people but healed people heal people and it's like just giving them the opportunity to see something in a different light the hanged man the pisces card being able to see it in a different way. And then like, they got to do the work. You really, you can hold their hand a little bit, but you can't keep holding their hand. They can't let it suck all the energy out of you. You can really give people the tools and be like, this works for me. Maybe it works for you. Go, you know, take it off. Go on. You got it. Exactly. This. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> give them the old Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, you can't. Yeah. That's how you do it. So that makes sense. Yeah. It makes such sense. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I also love that you have Saturn in Aries too, because I feel like Saturn is, well, as we know, Saturn's the lesson teacher. This is where we're breaking patterns in life. This is where we're doing that kind of stuff. And even though Aries is a very like take charge kind of sign, they're still the baby of the Zodiac. So even though you still have like this Pisces energy, that's very much like, you know, like queen, like princess, like mermaid energy, as you stated earlier, you still have, you still have this like boss energy, especially with your midheaven being in Aries and then also having Saturn and your North node and Mars. It's like, to me, you're like, you are the empress Mm -hmm. and the emperor all wrapped up into one. Like, even though the Pisces card Ah. is the moon, even though the Pisces card is the moon, I don't know, you just give me very, like, empress and emperor vibes. It's like you are this just, like, duality of femininity, but also, like, take no shit, you know? And it's also with your Scorpio moon. I mean, that's that's also a very, not only, only, (laughs) like, internally emotional placement, but also a take no shit placement, you know? Oh yeah. oh yeah. I want to add something. Okay. I want to add something because there's something popped into my head when you were like Empress and Emperor together. But when I look at like oh, yeah. Mars and Saturn in the Aries, like for me, the Aries is the Empress and it's like being backed mm-hmm. by Saturn. Mars. You know how they're like, every strong man has a female behind him. It's like, bitch, I got Saturn and Mars behind me. 
Yeah. The princess is supported. I literally got the big dogs on mm-hmm. my back right now. Fuck with me. And yeah. I'll them on you. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. That was just 100%. No, you're right. I completely agree. Because those are two of the most, like, stabilizing planets, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So even though you have all of this mutability in your chart, like, there's a lot of stability that's being offered through these Aries placements. And you do have a couple of Virgo placements. They are in your outer planets. They do still affect you. You know, you still have, you have Virgo, uh, Uranus Virgo and Pluto Virgo. So like those are still going to affect you. And especially because they're opposite all of your Pisces placements, they do play a factor. But I really feel like a lot of your grounding comes from your Aries placements, even though it's not an earth sign. Like that's literally, that's the foundation. You can stand ah, on those shoulders. Ah, that is true. Time. I would think it, I would think there's anything besides for all the water I'm dealing with is going to ground me anything so it doesn't matter (laughs) i would think so yeah absolutely and with your uh with you having a cancer rising you're actually ruled by the moon which is interesting because not only do you already have all of these other psychic placements but your ruling planet is the moon so it's like if you didn't think you were already psychic with all of these pisces placements now the moon's coming in and being like i am the ruler of your chart intuition is one of the most important things in your life. And I'm so glad that you're in the role that you're in because even just myself, like you are somebody who is incredibly kind and loving and helpful. And yeah, now. I don't really (laughs) think she would have had an option. Now. True. (laughs) What happened? I said, I don't think you would have an option. Like, with, like that's kind of like there's. I don't I think don't I think have an option either. I did question no. it. I did question things, but I don't think I have an option. No, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's what it is. <laughs> if you don't mind, like telling us like how you got into like your spiritual path, where, where were you beforehand and how did you end up where you are now? Uh, so I was, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Roman Catholic to first off, like nine years of Catholic schooling, you know? And then I sat in school and I said, I I would walk around high school and tell people, oh, you better go visit your grandmother, you know, and then the next weekend they might find out about grandma, you know, and like, so I started to really start getting the gifts probably as, as a, at a young age. And I got my first deck of tarot at 13 years old. And my, I I don't think, I don't even know if I bought it or somebody bought it for me, but Mm -hmm. I uh, got them and I still use those cards all these years later and they still look pristine and I use them. I, I think I did 30 readings last weekend with, you know, wow. just in one day on, on at the vineyards. Am I, am I um, just reading the cards? No, I'm reading you. I'm reading everything around you, you know, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting it from five different things at once. But then uh, I would think that, I think that as I started to evolve, I knew that God was real. I knew there was an ether. I knew there was somewhere else I'm getting this information from. And then I started to question, question the religions, but not spirit. You see what I'm saying? So it Mm -hmm. was, uh, I kind of put the two things in two separate categories, but it's, uh, and then I started seeing people not really go to church or not really go to religion and then just start kind of appearing. And that's how it started. You know, I need a reading. I need help. I need, I need healing, you know, and that's really just how it started. So it's pretty much all my life that I've had the gifts, but as a court reporter, if I could bury it with a shovel and tap it down on top of it all, you know, it was really uh, something 
that wasn't exactly encouraged or explored. But as I started to evolve in criminal court, which is like crazy, my first case was um, the preppy murderer. Okay, he was Manhattan preppy murderer, whole thing. Robert Chambers was my first case out of out of college, and he was a young guy and ended up doing most of his life in jail. So to me, I said I need to go the other direction and make sure I keep myself clean. So it's yeah. uh, it's been great. It's been a great journey, but that's probably as early as grammar school. You know, when I started getting into religion. So yeah, I think we're frozen. Interesting. No, we're here. No, we're just listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're taking it in. The religion part is, is uh, I, I, I didn't buy it all. I didn't buy the whole King Caboodle, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I questioned it. Yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> and that's what, that's what made my spirituality really go buck wild. So, And then one day, I, was, I shouldn't say one day, but many times, I would sit in arraignments as a court reporter, which is where you get arrested and they decide they're going to let you out on bail and you get some estate-assigned lawyer or whatever. And I sat there and I looked at the judge. I was in Brooklyn and I looked at the judge and I go, I was pale white. I started sweating. And he goes, what's the matter with you? I go, go in the back. <laughs> like, you know, just so the other voice came out. So he jumps up, he gets up, right? Goes into the back. And I go, listen, everything these two, this, the, the DA is going to say right now, these two that are coming out, they did it. And it's really disgusting and bad and even worse than you can imagine. So I started telling the judge exactly what um, happened uh, if this was, I believe this was in Brooklyn in criminal court in 2008. So when I was in criminal court in Brooklyn and I started telling the judge what happened and, and then I go, and I started feeling better. I stopped sweating. I was like calming down now. So I go back out, they call these two out. It was just absolutely atrocious. And, and what I said to the judge, he looked at me, I looked at him and I go 1 million. And he put a million dollars bail on these two. So, cause it was disgusting. Right. So yeah. I had so many countless times where I turn around and take trials and be like, you know, um, judge, I'll be back. I have to go look up the read back. He goes, we didn't even get a note yet from the jury. I was like, I know exactly what to ask. And sure enough, in like 10 minutes, I got the note for the read back or, yeah. uh, we're going to have a verdict of guilty in about five minutes. I'll be back, you know, <laughs> kind of things yeah. like that. And that really guided me every step of the way I put, um, crystals, all around the courtrooms all the time to keep keep the energy calm. Uh, mm -hmm. In Suffolk District Court, I, ha I put a crystal on like the judge's bench and I worked with that judge for a, a month and it was in the domestic violence courtroom, right? So domestic violence and, and uh, which is all, all ugly energy, really hideous energy. And yeah. um, I leave crystals, I come back, I, I work with that judge for six months. I go to the next courtroom, which was like the, you know, uh, uh, we'll say uh, Dewey courtroom, then drug courtroom. You know, so there was a different courtroom for everything, right? So I go, I, I was leaving crystals everywhere. I come back to the DV part six months later. I actually, a, a clear quartz crystal turned brown. Not like wow. a smoky quartz. Wow. But yeah, I yeah. know this crystal. I was like, that is so weird because it was absorbing the disgusting energy of that one courtroom. So yeah, it was very, uh, I, I, had, I did my job there as much as I could, but that helped uh, that helped me actually fund my lifestyle now. So it yeah. actually gave me the funds to go forward to actually pursue my spirituality. So it's been amazing. Honestly, Very amazing. Cool. I, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been retired from the court reporting? Uh, so I left uh, tw in 2014. Uh, I had surgeries. And then so I'm really retired since 2015, I would think, 2016. 
officially. So by the age of 47, you know, I, I was, nice. I started at 20 and then I was out by 47. Yeah. So, which is, nice. I had to make it to 50 anyway. So either way I would have had 30, 30 years. Imagine doing the same job for 30 years. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I so, cannot so I imagine had 30 that. years. <laughs> Yeah, but it beat the hell out of me. It really did. But but in a, in a great way because it, I could be beaten in so many other ways. But I I'll take what I I'll take my problems and that's it. You know. So yeah. yeah. So I mean, I could always work. With, I could work with what I have here. So at least that. You know. So no have complaints. you worked with the police at all? Like doing like psychic investigating or anything like that? Have you done that before? Uh, I haven't, um, done that yet. I, I am, it, they do know about me. It's not like, you know, some, a lot of the DAs know about me. Um, and, but I think it's the police department that I'd probably have to go further with, you know, and apply for that. And, uh, I can, I can do that. Do I want to, if I, if I have to sign in nine to five, I would not show up. (laughs) Just call me when you need me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. But otherwise, otherwise, I would be happy to help them if they needed help. Sure. Why not? I understand both ends of it. I understand the spirit end and the the police work, actually. Legal end, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. No complaints. It's really interesting. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. It's very, uh, the police, uh, the police workers just, you know, uh, I don't, you remember Brenda from um, the Long Island, the restaurant psychics. Yep. You remember her? Yes. Did you just say restaurant psychic? Yeah, we do. She does like psychic dinners at different restaurants on oh, the okay. island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yes, yes. It's yeah. good. It's a good gig, what right? Is, what a Long Island people. thing, though. Like, come eat. I'm going to tell you shit. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> I said it's such a Long Island thing. It's like, come eat. I'm going to tell you shit. Like, that's just, that's, that's it makes sense. I'm going to feed you all. Pretty much it's entertainment only at that point. Yeah. <laughs> that was the the trick yeah yeah <laughs> yeah she she worked with the da's in suffolk to find the gilgo beach guy oh wow Gilgo, Gilgo beach murder yeah so she were they they actually inquired to see if she was getting anything and uh she did she got information and shared it and that's how they found him so pretty amazing wow you know amazing. so we could get all different kinds of work you know so be, it would, you know it's all different styles and places to work in I think we could fit everywhere, right? Yeah. They could use us everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. There you are. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I hear us going in and out. <laughs> oh, can you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you now. Now I can hear you. Okay. Okay. I'll be a little closer to my microphone. Also, so just to go back to your chart for a moment. So your moon, like I said earlier, is in Scorpio and it's also conjunct your Neptune in Scorpio too. So if we're looking at any other psychic placements that you have in your chart, there is another one. Uh (laughs) Wow. Not only is like having a water moon a very psychic placement, but also having a water placement in Neptune, which is like the planet of psychics is just, it's just so interesting. Like looking at your chart really just, it sh- it confirms everything that I already knew about you, you know? <laughs> and also I love that you have this Leo Jupiter because I feel like people that have Leo Jupiters like tend to be more well-known 
and you're definitely somebody who is very well known. And also it is in retrograde in your chart. So I think the only thing with that that's important to know is that more success and more fame, if you will, will come later in life. So I feel like you're at a point now where that's kind of like developing, growing, happening for you um, and, and, and moving yes. forward. So, yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Sure. Totally interesting because that's what I, uh, during my quantum healing today, that's what I got. I got that I'm going to be uh, more out there, more exposed and more, uh, you know, people are going to seek me it's a lot more. It's going to be word of mouth. Cause I, if you notice, I don't throw a lot of stuff up on YouTube or any, I really don't. I keep it kind of minimum, not, you know, very minimal, my stuff, my, my yeah. uh, marketing, my social media, media stuff. And, uh, I mean, sometimes I don't even go on to Facebook. I don't go on to any of it, you know? And, uh, I, I think that's all word of mouth. That's going to be sending it out there for me. So it's pretty interesting that you're saying that. So, and yeah. I, I got that too, as well in my quantum healing today. So. Very well, you definitely have an amazing gift. So I would definitely say that it's, it's coming, it's coming for you. <laughs> and you got validation just now. Coming for me. <laughs> but, and I should be ready. And it's funny, like I said, one of the, uh, one of the messages today I got with uh, actually kind of in alignment with this was to take better care of my body. So, cause you know, obviously I've been focusing spiritually on my spiritual life, but, and my mental, but I need to take care of the physical and get it into optimum shape for what's coming is what I was told. So, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so it's going to be more of, um, I guess, exposure. I'm going to be out more and doing more and on the move. So I think that, that, that actually is exactly in alignment with what I received today as information. So awesome. So you're coming to the purpose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You said that you're going to try to make it to Anahata's purpose this year. Oh, you're still frozen. Uh, then, I'm going to try to make Anahata. I would like to make it. You're talking about Anahata's in Pennsylvania during the weekend. of. of yeah. You were yeah. saying that you were going to be out more. And I was like, this so is- that means you're coming to Anahata's, right? Because you're going to be out more. <laughs> yes <laughs> so yeah i'm trying to make sure that i, I don't have any conflict my, my son starts college so i just want to make sure i'm not dealing with that so then i'll know exactly what i'm doing so uh, mm-hmm. i should know hopefully in a month or within the month we're getting nice. there so hopefully i know exactly when everything starts and all that so yeah Ugh. but yeah i will definitely have to get back to you on that i'm di- i'm dying to go anyway but i don't you know i don't want to uh commit to something and then find out I can't even go. So that, that would be terrible. Right. So Listen, you don't even need to commit. I know that you're going to come because it was literally told to you that you're going to be getting out there. So I don't, <laughs> that's fine. You don't have to commit. That's right. That's right. I'll no, talk I'll to will be, I, I, I feel more 80 to 20 right now. Yeah. Coming, so. <laughs> nice. Awesome. That's so I exciting. Don't know, I don't know if it's my, my computer. I'm trying to, I, you guys, I'm hearing you in and out. So. I don't know if it's me or you guys can hear me clearly though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it might be your might be your internet. Oh boy. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, the uh well, I'm hearing most of it, so <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> you can't hear me now either? No, we can oh, hear we can you hear perfectly you. fine. Yeah, we've heard you fine. Okay, okay. So it's probably my internet. I don't know what's going on with it. I it's know what's having going on. happening for a few days. You, you went and had a quantum therapy and then you did a session on somebody and now you're trying to fuck with the, the interwebs and the interwebs can't handle 
the razzle dazzle. My That's energy, knock it right out. It's not going to write out. <laughs> That's right. exactly, it's probably right. You're probably very right <laughs> on that. The energy will blow it out, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Amazing. Well, Rachel, did you want to say anything else about Mary's chart before we move on to the Pisces story? Was there anything else? Or Mary, do you have any questions or? Do you have any questions about your chart? She can't hear us. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the short commercial break. (laughs) Where... It just told me that it failed to resume. It says it's resumed on my end. It's resuming. If you guys couldn't tell, our internet got fucked up. <laughs> blue, blue chews and better help. <laughs> um, I, think I stand by what I said. Mary's energy was just like, I had four hours of energetic therapy and then I did like an hour and a half of a session on someone else and I'm going to try to talk on the internet. And the internet was like... <laughs> that, that's what the internet's been doing. Did I tell you about how I went and had to go scare raccoons last night? You briefly mentioned it. Would I be repeating the story to you though? No, I just told you just told me that you fought that you fought raccoons. That's all. All right. Last night. Oh, yeah. Last night. Some noises were happening that I couldn't hear, but the dogs could hear. Right. So they start freaking out and they're like, let me out. I let them out. And Rue looked like she was about to launch her thick girl body over that back fence. I have never seen her try so hard to jump over that fence. And I was like, what is going on? And then I heard some sounds and I was like, mm, I bet those raccoons are out there trying to eat my chickens. Right. <laughs> so I got a little flashlight and I went out there and I was like flashing the light around. I'm looking in the trees. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything. Rue's losing her mind. <laughs> then I look at Rue and realize she's looking up. So then I put my flashlight up and then there is just two little raccoons with their speedy little crazy reflectant eyes just staring at me up in the tree (laughs) so i hiss at them because that's what a sane person does and i was just like i'm just gonna sit here and like scare them and hiss at them and then one started to climb down like i got the kids back inside i went back inside and i waited i saw the one go almost down to the ground then i let the dogs out again scared it ran back up the tree (laughs) did it again went back inside and the one i watched it like go away Right. But there was one still up there, up high mm-hmm. on that tree. So I was like, all right, I need to go walk back behind the fence and like go check on the chicken coop, make sure like everybody's in the coop, acting right. Let me you right. Know, close this other door, double protection. So I get back there. I'm looking for that one raccoon. I'm like, all right, these raccoons aren't trying to fight me. So they don't have rabies. I can be the big scary bear. One's gone. The other one still up in the tree, like just staring at me. <laughs> and like it was not a big tree. Like yeah. it was it was a thin boy. So I went over to the tree and I was like looking straight up at the raccoon. And just like not intensely, but just kind of like shook the tree a little. 
like just to scare the raccoon. <laughs> right. I would have been terrified to do that. What if that shit landed on your head? It doesn't have rabies. It's fine. It's scared of me. <laughs> it's scared of me. Okay. So I'm like laughing, <laughs> but also I'm like just a little, just moving it a little bit. And the little guy's just like looking at me like, oh my goodness. <laughs> what is happening and i'm just like smiling at it and then i like hiss at it i must have looked like a fucking lunatic (laughs) and it was like it looked like it was having fun even though i know it wasn't right Um, and then i left and all your chickens were fine all my chickens were fine i got the scare raccoon it was they were so cute because like it wasn't a baby raccoon but it wasn't like full-grown chunk monk raccoon Mm -hmm. like it was, it's a young, a youngin. A teen. Yeah, yeah. So they were probably just being like rambunctious teenagers out there. Mm-hmm. And Rue was like pissing a fit. But also like, don't go near my chicken coop. Yeah. Because raccoons do horrifying, horrifying things to chickens. I'm surprised. Horrible. The worst. I feel like, well, I guess raccoons could be bigger than chickens, but some of your chickens are big. No, it doesn't matter. Trash pandas. But they're so cute. They are pretty cute. Yeah. All right. Well. Bye, Mary. Thanks for coming. Bye, Mary. (laughs) Get you. We will uh, put all of Mary's socials in the show notes for anybody who would be interested in connecting with Mary for Copper Pyramids, Mediumship, Meditation, Reiki, whatever you see fit. And also you will see Mary at Anahata's Purpose this year because we're just going to speak it into existence. So that's Mm -hmm. also a thing. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm really excited for this Gemini party. Yeah, hopefully it's not during Beard Fest so that you can come. Yeah, that's always, like, Father's Day weekend. Mm, mm-hmm. So I don't really feel like people do, like... I feel like they day. usually do it towards the beginning of the month, so... I'll, I'll, put, a, I'll put a word oh. in. Yeah, ask them to do earlier. Mm-hmm. Or after. Just not the right. week of. Mm-hmm. Actually, after might be better. Okay. But it's her party. Right. She's she like, we have another Gemini that wants to come, too. That wants to come, so... Yeah, no, that's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> um, I am sad that I didn't get to read her the story. Yeah. But I'm going to read you the story. I'm ready. I'm ready. The fishes. The fishies. What kind of fishes do you think they are? Does it say? I guess we'll find out. Shrimp! <laughs> you gotta keep it shrimple. No, but there are like, there's an image here and it looks like just a bunch of naked people and then like a big sea monster. It does look like that. But like these little angel cherub babies on this image, like they're getting fucked up. <laughs> sure are. Like look at the pipes and the look in their eyes are like, oh shit, like what are they smoking? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. It's just straight up like this is not an option. Smoke like that's (laughs) it's really come with me and And you'll be in a world of your imagination exactly exactly anyway all right the 12th and last sign of the zodiac but not the last sign of our series because we still have aries and taurus yeah i know i'm just letting the folks at home know I'm, I mean, I'm glad you said it because when I 
like read that i did have a moment where i was like wait we're done and i'm like wait we started a gemini mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the 12th and last sign of the zodiac mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. represented by two fishies two little fishies tied to one another swimming in opposite directions oh okay. two fish yeah the two fishes in water symbolize conflicting currents of emotion and hidden depths. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, but it's fucked. It is. The constellation of Pisces has been known as two fishes as long as 2000 BC. The Babylonian name for this constellation, Kun, mm-hmm. <laughs> has been translated as the tails of the fish. Kun is also known as the band or the leash. And then this, I don't like in parentheses, the string that connects the two fishes. Interesting. Interesting. So it is a cunt. It's, it's, it's being really rude and holding these two fishes together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like conflicting emotions and like all this stuff. Like there's just all this resistance and the string is like, no, no, not that I, You're about to say something. One of my coworkers came up to me the other day and was like, I have to show you this deck. And it was the Cosmic Cunt deck. And I was like, I have so many things to give to Rachel. (laughs) I'm just going to start creating a box. And the next time I see you, I'm just going to deliver this box of things that I have to give to you. I'm really excited to have the Cosmic Cunt. Yes, you need it. It's been like half a year. I know. (laughs) And I've seen you probably like three times. Yeah, I got to play with that deck like once. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. It's coming to me. That's great. I know that it's on its way. It is. And that feels good. In Greek mythology, the two fishes are associated with the story of Venus and Cupid, a great and terrible monster named Typhon, right? That's not Typhoon. I think it's Typhon. I think you're right. Because PH is F. You better call Typhoon. <laughs> call him. Typhoon had a hundred dragon heads, eyes that shot fire, and a voice that was a combination of hissing snakes, bellowing bulls, and roaring lions, which is the same sound I made last night at those little raccoons. Hmm. Also interesting that this is also taurus and leo as well bellowing bulls and roaring lions oh okay gotcha okay i'm just confusing people sorry that's all right (laughs) one day venus in parentheses just in case you didn't know the goddess of love and beauty Mm -hmm. and her son cupid which this is news to me me too but super cute i hate it (laughs) <laughs> one day venus and her son cupid were walking along the euphrates river did i miss a whole fucking sentence you did you did mm-hmm. yeah should we start should we start again <laughs> no no we're not starting again because this is pisces and this is just how this is going all right listen Great. We're, gonna, we're rewinding a little bit so back when we were talking about cun the cosmic the cunt. Mm-hmm. The, the cosmic constellation cun the cunt of the fishes, the band or the leash. Tied to its leash 
were the two fish goddesses. And what I needed to continue saying was, I guess, one of the goddess fish is named Anutitum. Anutitum. And then Sima. Sim Sima. <laughs> when the fuck is Shaggy doing a halftime show? Uh, I feel like his time has passed. I know, but that would be really great if they got Shaggy it, to do. I feel like Shaggy should have came out with Usher. And <laughs> no, they no. don't have any connections. But but I feel like that's like the vibe, you know. That's the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need Shaggy and Lou Bega <laughs> mm. to take over. I really can't focus now. I know. Listen, I know you agree. Fish goddesses, Sim Sima, and Entenemenemene, and they basically represented the Tigris and Euphrates River. Okay. That's what I missed in what I was saying. Then we went over to Venus and Cupid, talking about Venus and her son, stupid Cupid. I hate it. Anyway, so this this monster thing's got all these crazy eyes with a hundred dragon heads. Super insane. Venus and Cupid are walking along one of the rivers, and this monster suddenly appeared. His hundred heads flickered dark tongues, and the eyes flashed fire. Intense. Typhon was intent on the goddesses and her son's destruction. Rude. Terrified and unable to flee, Venus called on her daddy, Jupiter, Mm -hmm. for help. Zaddy quickly changed Venus and Cupid into two fishies and they jumped into the river and escaped. Interesting. Another version is that two fishes, two brave fishies, leaped out of the water to rescue Venus and Cupid and carry them off on their backs through the river to safety. As a reward, Minerva? That says Minerva. Goddess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That says Minerva, right? It does. Mm-hmm. Not a COVID vaccine. I didn't get no. that. One. No, it's uh something else. Moderna. Moderna. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was like, when did the COVID vaccine get into the Pisces constellation? <laughs> yeah. um, I was like, I don't know that one. I didn't do that one. Um, it placed two fishes among the stars, where they became the constellation of Pisces. But who is? This virgin goddess. Is that Virgo now? Right. So I feel like there are so many players included in this story, which is also really interesting because we talk about all the time how Pisces is all of the signs. Signs together. Yeah, like wrapped up in one. And I feel like with this story, it's kind of interesting that way. Also find it really interesting that Venus is the daughter of Jupiter. Yeah, a lot of this is, like, news to me. I'm, like, I feel like I'm, my eyes are being opened to a whole new world. But also, Jupiter is daddy of everything. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Even, like, in my workbook that I'm going to be putting out, the Jupiter Mm -hmm. workbook. Yes. I even go into, like, Jupiter is literally the first thing that was created in, in in this solar system. Mm, like every, everything came from juke we are the juke we are so he can be venus's daddy but cupid 
Right, why, so- is this, why is this hurting your feelings so much? Let, let's, why is this think- so offensive? I don't know. I just feel like Venus and Jupiter are better than that. <laughs> are better than Cupid? Yes. Why, when I why think of Cupid, I think of like this, the like Looney Tunes version of Cupid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that animated. And I'm just like, how dare that thing even... Well, that's what all the little babies are in this picture, is all little Cupids. Yeah. Getting And then Venus and Aphrodite to the to the left. This picture is also very confusing. Like I feel like all of the other photos are like very straightforward. It's literally just the symbol <laughs> of the of the signs. Yeah. And, and then this one is like, what? <laughs> it's not like you don't even see two fishes in here. There really isn't. There's only the one sea monster. Oh, wait. Oh, no, that's that's Aphrodite. All I see is the sea monster Dark. and Aphrodite yeah. and the Cupids. Yeah, but can we look at the one Cupid, like, tackling the sea monster's head? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it literally is, right? It's just every other one is just... Yeah. Okay, so Venus and Aphrodite standing next to each other, mirroring each other. That's a Gemini. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. So Aries. Aries is the fire in the eyes? Is Aries the monster? I mean, they could be. I, I, I definitely don't see... I didn't see all of the signs within this. Yeah, that's what... I, I, want, I want to see all the signs. Okay. So, yeah, Aries can be the, the fire in the eyes. And then Taurus is the bellowing bull. Mm-hmm. And Gemini, like you said, is the mirroring of all of these... Well, Venus and Aphrodite are like mirror imaged in this. Yes. In this and picture. Venus and Aphrodite are technically the same person, the same. depending on, yeah. on the pantheon you, you follow. Yeah. And okay. then Cancer, it can be the water, water. that they're in. Mm-hmm. And then Leo is the roaring lion. Yeah. Virgo is Minerva, the virgin goddess. Yeah. Libra is can be the relationship between venus and cupid i feel like that's more of a cancer mommy thing maybe it's just like yeah. the justice and the victory of them getting away from the monster as libra okay yeah I'm, I'm down with that and then scorpio is either the hissing snakes or oh. the or the hundreds of heads flicking their dark tongues i think it's the hiss because don't scorpions like actually do that we might be mixing. So I'm thinking of Mike, the episode with Michael Leary. Mm-hmm. And he breeded the hit, which is Scorpio episode. But yes. he breeded the hissing cockroaches. Mm, yes, yes. But I also kind of want to s- s- save the flicking of the dark tongues for Capricorn for some reason. Mm. I feel like that's a very Capricorn. Maybe the hundred, the hundred heads is Scorpio. Okay. Yeah. Just being able to see everything. Just like the mm-hmm. depth of all the things happening. Like I got yeah. eyes on all of you. I'm going to sit here and make my play. For sure. Uh, what is Sagittarius? That is the question. See, Sagittarius is going to be on the knowing, right? Mm-hmm. So Sagittarius is going to be like, oh, I know what Sagittarius is. <sighs> Sagittarius is the band holding the fish together. Mm. And why would you say that? Because in here it says the two fishes in the water symbolize conflicting currents of emotion and hidden depths. 
right? Mm. So the hidden depths kind of, well, that could also be very Scorpio. Mm -hmm. But it just being like that otherworldly plane Mm. that ancient astronaut theorists talk about and also the Sagittarius's think about. But then the conflict of currents, it's just like this like, to me, it just gives it just gives me Sagittarius, where it's like I want to go like pop off and do all these big world things, but like I also have to stay here in this body, and that's stupid. Yeah, and like why? Like I need to go off into this thing. Get like, can this fucking band string leave me alone so I can go mm-hmm. play? Let yeah. me live. <laughs> can I live? Or it could be the fish taking them away and them traveling down the river but that's That's true yeah but maybe but i feel like that may be aquarius because it's the water bearer it's being bared in the water so okay hold on read the fuck wind the names of the two fish goddesses that are the rivers anatinum is actually Aquarius mm. and Sima is actually Sagittarius. Mm. And I only say that because those letter those words start with the letters A and the letter S and it's probably bullshit. But in my brain, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say analogies, but I don't think that's the proper term. That's not. Great. But I respect it. Great. Um <laughs> And then are we are we keeping oh, uh, Capricorn yeah. as the the flicking of the dark tongues? I don't know why I feel like that's Capricorn. Maybe because they have like a sharp wit. Mm. I'm down for that. Yeah. Or oh yeah. Or I mean, I guess it could be Jupiter because it is Daddy, and Daddy is Saturn, but Daddy is also Jupiter. Also, though. Aries could be the tongue and Capricorn could be the monster. Mm. Well, I think we settled on Scorpio being the monster and Aries was just the fiery Scorpio eyes. was the hundred dragon heads. Yeah. I just think the that's head. the monster. Oh, just the heads. Like the head eyes. Gotcha. So the monster as oh, a whole. Okay, wait. We're totally fucked up here. <laughs> the dragon heads... The eyes that shot fire. And then there was the voice. Mm-hmm. That was the other things. Yeah. So what were the eyes of fire? Was Aries. Was okay, the so eyes that's of fire. Aries. Mm-hmm. And then the tongue is Capricorn. Yeah, just because of their sharp wit. <sighs> okay. And then Pisces is it all. Well, Aquarius is the river, the one river, and then mm-hmm. yeah, Pisces. Woo! Look at us making shit up out of nothing, making it make <laughs> sense. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we call improv. Bah, 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 bah. <sighs> it is indeed. I think if I were to channel Mary, mm-hmm. I'm going to channel Mary right now. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get zapped. <laughs> I'm scared. Not because like her her protective energy, because I feel like oh, she would she would no. welcome it, but I feel like because of how high she's vibing right now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. 
I think my head's starting to hurt. <laughs> like right here. Yeah. Well, yeah, she said that her third eye is. That's right. Huge now. It's huge. I don't feel like she would give a fuck about this story. <laughs> I agree. I think she'd be like, all right, like that's weird. Yeah. I feel like she would she would indulge us and be like, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Like that's it. Really, she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to go talk to Mary after this. Mm-hmm. I need you to read her the story. Okay. And next episode, I need you to report back. All right. I need you to remind me that you are to report back because I'll forget. (laughs) Will do. Well, I should, as long as everything is good and I'm feeling better, I should see her next Wednesday. So I could like record it and send it to you. Take. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Can we just look, just include it at the end? Mm, True. Could do that. Stay tuned to the end of this episode. Possibly. There may be a live reaction from Mary. I hope she says this is dumb. I hope that's what she said. <laughs> like in it. in the northerner way. Like, ah. Like what you're saying. Like she'll, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you were also channeling Mary when we started this because you were very much like uh, talking like this. And Mary very much uh, talks like this. So, you know. I am a Gemini. I just mirror what's in front of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I also started this story off mirroring you. True. The twelfth and last sign of the Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> just any Long Islander. I love it. Long Island. Everyone loves it. Everyone. Everyone Every- loves it. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I say, like, I try to, like, tone down my Long Island, they're like, Why? No. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah, don't don't. don't I'll change. You, I'll give it to you harder next time. Yeah, don't oh, change. so I want to say I went to Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I did that. And the, the only thing that we discussed about that was that I came back with the flu. But mm-hmm. other did than a lot that, of things and you hung out with all of our friends and I was just having the FOMO. But I was with Stevie. But go ahead. Yeah, you know, you you still had a you still had a. Oh, a I saw fun. a great time. Yeah, but we missed you guys. I missed you guys too. Yeah, it was good. It was very very good. We got there on the thirty first of January, and we stayed one night in Phoenix, which was nice. Just like a nice little layover there. Uh, I got to see Corey. We picked Corey up from the airport, and Corey spent the whole trip with us, which was amazing. So we got there and we were hungry. So we ordered Whataburger. You've obviously had Whataburger when you live in Florida, right? Have you ever had Whataburger? I think so. But the burgers are delicious. Okay. However, yeah. they put mustard on them. Do they put uh-huh. mustard on burgers in New Jersey? Sometimes. At like fast food places and stuff? But it's not just mustard by itself. Oh, yeah. No, they just put mustard on it unless you request like ketchup or something else. And this is actually very common in, like, the southern, like, anywhere but New York. I feel like anywhere but the tri-state area. I don't know if they do it in Connecticut. But, like, they tr- well, I'm not a ketchup person. Yeah. I just, to be honest, I need mayo with it. 
Mm, I love a good mayo burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. I'm just... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I just got really grossed out for a second. Because you you turned into Ohio. (laughs) I did. I did. I don't want a mayo burger, but I would love a burger with mayo on it. (laughs) Also grilled cheese with mayo on it. Breakfast, you just, that's how you, that's how you got to toast your bread. That's how, if yeah. you're doing anything with bread for a sandwich and you're toasting mm-hmm. the bread, mm-hmm. you got to use mayo. So anyway, so we had Whataburger, we went to sleep, passed out, done. The next yep. day we woke up, we went to this restaurant. Oh, no, okay. Whataburger was supposed at night. We, did not, we didn't have it for breakfast, but we did have it another day. Where's my mayo? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So it's been um, a while. We haven't been able to do this in a while. I know. <laughs> so on the first, we woke up, we all took showers, got ready. So we also Corey was there, but I also went with three of my other friends. So we were all there together, which was a really delightful time. It was my friend Ashley's birthday, so we were celebrating that. And then I also went with my friends Schmitty and Tina. Schmitty's actually my oldest friend. He grew up across the street from each other. So we've been friends literally since birth. There was one point where we were young and he threw a brick at my head, and that's the story that I have to tell everybody every single time they meet Schmitty so that they know about the dynamic. it. They know it. Yeah. 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 didn't have siblings. So me and my brothers were like his siblings. So we had a very, like, very, very close relationship. And we still do. And we're, we're great friends. Been friends. I need to know my what whole the fuck life. his son's sign. And I want to know what his Mars sign is. And I want to know now. I know you I think, know that. I think they're both Aries. Okay. I, well, his son's definitely Aries. He was born on April Fool's Day. I tell him he's a joke all the time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like. He's I like, you want another head. brick to the head, Teresa? Tell me again that I'm a joke. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He actually has a podcast too. He does a uh, sports podcast. The well, I think they changed the name, but it used to be called the New York Philly Connection, and they would talk about the New York and Philly sports because he had a friend that lived in Pennsylvania that would talk about sports in Philly, and he would talk about New York sports. That probably uh, together. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they were not clasping hands the whole time. They weren't clasping hands the whole time, no, but they would have conversations about them, both of the sports. No, but what I'm saying is talking about those sports will not equal two people happily clasping hands the whole time. <laughs> there's rivalry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I have not listened to the podcast because I'm not a sports gal. Love you, yep. Michael. I was not excited. You know what? I'm just going to pick one randomly and just like fast forward to the middle of it see what happens yeah you ever do that with podcast you're just like let me just see. sometimes yeah i want to hear like the tone like how people are talking you know like if i'm about to start a new adventure with people you need like, to know how they are mid-episode like if somebody were to come in right yeah. now and listen to this they would be like wow those bitches are psycho and i'm never listening to this shit again exactly and that's what i aim for every episode <laughs> is just a whole ass mayo burger in gross. your fucking mouth gross also i think that it was divinely the ohio burger the ohio burger no i feel like all of our ohio friends are gonna come after us they're fantastic and they know that they're better than mayo <laughs> um 
I was going to say, though, I think it was really divinely guided that we did Mary's chart first because we never do that. We always start with the story. Yeah. And if we didn't start with the if we started with the story, we never would have gotten to Mary's chart. So even though this episode is backwards in all of the ways, (laughs) nothing's real. Here we are. Yeah. Anyway, there's yeah. more important things I need to say yeah. about so my two you were there trip. with your friend Schmitty, Ashley, another person. Corey, you, got up, you got up on the first, but yes. we also know that Schmitty's a joke because he was born on April Fool's Day. Yes. And you went and you went to eat somewhere. Where we went to this place called the Hen House that has the largest pancake in Arizona. But do they also have chickens? No, not that I saw. But they do have a lot of eggs. How they so maybe them? somewhere else they have chickens. Well, but yeah, not on the premises. Kim's chickens. Mm, Kim's chickens. Well, Kim actually, of course, referred us to this place. She was yeah. like, I'm never going to go here. Can you please go here and eat this pancake? So anyway, we yeah. ordered this fucking pancake. It's the size of a pizza. And not only do they give you one, but they give you two pancakes. Is it like as thick? Like is it a real thick panty? Thick as fuck. Yeah. And there's two of them. Tell me about that maple syrup, girl. It was everything about it was absolutely delicious. But this pancake haunted us for like a few days after because we had it in our fridge because at the Airbnb because we didn't want to like throw throw out out this huge ass pancake. So like it traveled with us like from the place to Tucson. Then we put it in the fridge. Then we had it (laughs) as like a snack at night. And then like the next morning, Tina made breakfast and we're still eating this fucking pancake. Did they reheat the pancake? We reheated the pancake. We're still eating this fucking pancake. And by like the third day, we all just look at each other. We're like, we should just, we should just give up on this pancake, right? And eventually we just gave up on the pancake. But which makes sense. I'm trying to find it. So it's actually a chain, which I've realized that a lot of these restaurants in Arizona that you think are standalone restaurants are chains. And it's very weird. Like, I feel like we didn't eat at one place that wasn't a chain, but like all of the food was still really good. Like it felt like a home, like a home style, small business restaurant, but a lot of them were chain restaurants. So anyway, we get there on the first and that day we go to 22nd Street, which is one of the shows that we went to. And we went there, we saw Kim and we mm. saw Diane. Um, also, Amber was there. Amber's been to Anahata's a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, Diane's sister, Heather, was there, who was very nice, very sweet. And I enjoyed her company. Um And I believe that was it for that day. Like, just like who was there. Walked around 22nd Street. We got a couple of good things for the business. We got some really great amethyst pieces there. Um, And then Kim wanted to take us to this place for dinner called BK Tacos. So Corey- We've been talking about forever. I'm fucking pissed that I didn't get to go to this place. Forever. So my friends were all shot. talked about for the past three years. I know. So all of my friends were shot and they were like, "Mm, we kind of want to go back to the Airbnb and just relax. But Corey and I were like, we can't. Like we we literally, we cannot. So instead what we did was Schmitty, Tina and Ashley stayed at the show and Schmitty dropped Corey and I off. 
And then Kim drove us back to the Airbnb because there was only, uh, we're only like 20 minutes away from Kim's house, which was great. So we went to BK Tacos. I had an amazing meal. I had an Atabato taco, which was. I thought you were about to say outer body experience. (laughs) It was eating an Atabato. It's an outer body. Atabata. Atabata. It's Atabata. (laughs) Outer body. And I also had this hot dog. I can't remember what it's called. It's like a, I'm going to have to look it up. Hold on. Cause it's important. Well, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to just say hot dog again. I can't. I have to just say it with when it comes out. All right. So you're going to have to, you're just going to have to wait for it to naturally happen. Fine. Okay. So Corey and I both got the same thing. We got like a combo plate. So the combo plate was two tacos and a hot dog. Okay. So we so we got a I can't remember what the other taco was because I was just so blown away by the Atabata taco. And then there's something called a saran a, a son, saran s o n o r a n hot dog which is what we got. And mm-hmm. it has just like all the fixins on top of it and it was amazing. Okay? So we had this dinner experience. It was really nice. Day is over. Kim drops us off. Pass out. Go to sleep. Next day. So the next day we go to Kino, which was my favorite show. Kino had so many amazing things. Lots of really good crystals. Lots of really good vendors. While we were there, we also got in and out And in and out was amazing. I never had in and out before. in and out is something special. It is. And just the experience of being in the In-N-Out was also cool. Like, yeah. if you get an order, if they get order out in less than 30 seconds, they, like, cheer the people on. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, a great experience. It so We're ready. We enjoyed In-N-Out, but that day was also pouring rain, which was, like, of course, we would go to the desert and it would rain. Yeah, I'm like, so why is it raining? <laughs> it was pouring rain the whole day there. But we had a really great experience at Kino. And then the next day we went to Pueblo, which was the last gem show that we went to. And also a really great show. But by that time, we were all kind of just like wiped and tired, you know. So we just kind of huge. Like it's like a never ending. Yeah. And honestly, it's this it's the whole city. And some of these vendors rent out like whole hotels, take the beds out of the hotel rooms and set up like metaphysical shops within hotel rooms. It's crazy. As Pueblo was very much like that. Kino was like a bunch of tents. 22nd Street was a bunch of tents. Pueblo was two hotels. That not only did they have like every conference room had a different vendor, but also all the rooms that like led to outside had different vendors and they would open the back door and you would go in and you would go into the vendor rooms. But they were hotel rooms. With no furniture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And then in the courtyard, there were other vendors under tents. Is it only like. Is it multiple floors? Where are all? Where's all the furniture? I don't know where all the furniture is. I only saw the first floor, so I don't know if there were other floors. I'm not a hundred percent on that. That's but they were out of pocket. <laughs> I know it's pretty crazy. What? Yeah. Where did the beds go? 
Where did the dressers go? The TVs? I, I have no idea. Next time I go, I'll find a hotel manager and try to get the skinny. I'm we not decided a hotel right now. <laughs> we decided next year we're going to fly there and drive home. Because also getting home with all of our shit was an experience and I'll get there. Yeah. So anyway, that third day that we did Pueblo was also the day of the witch fire, which was really fun to see Kim's property. We got there. Corey and I went alone because once again, my friends were just kind of like shot, which I totally Mm -hmm. understand. Like part of me was also like, I could go to sleep right now. Yeah. But I know if I don't go to this fire, Kim is going to eat me alive. Yeah. (laughs) But also I wanted to go and experience it and see Kim's yard and meet her dogs and her cats and her husband. You know, actually I met her husband at Pueblo, but you know, like get some time, you know. And also Diane was going and I wanted to like see Diane before we all left and everything. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, we didn't get to really spend as much time with Diane as I would have liked. But it was just kind of like all over the place. And everybody just kind of like when you hit the show, everybody just kind of scattered. Yeah. You know, everybody's on a mission to find something, you know, so we're we're all. I don't know what it is, but it's calling me and it's over here. Maybe. Right. So we're all scattered to the wind, essentially. So we go to Kim's house and I get to meet her big cactus in her backyard, which was absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. And it was so cool to see like a legit cactus, like with the cactus arms, you know what I mean? Like a cigarro cactus, I believe is what it's called. (laughs) Yeah. And it was just, it was really cool to like walk Kim's trail that she cut out and just like be there in that energy. And there was an absolutely gorgeous sunset on the way there. Corey got these these amazing pictures, which I'll send you. And it was just really, really beautiful. And then the sunset, and it's like pitch black dark, like dark as fuck. Like I've never in my life seen stars like that. I was actually able to take pictures of the stars in the sky. We saw a satellite going by. It was just insane. It was it was amazing. It was so cool. Light polluted. I know. It is here. I know. And there was like even the other day, like it was a really clear night, and I was like, beautiful. But I'm like, I know there's so much that I still can't see. It's you know what it is. It's It's like just a metaphor for life. true and it's just like these layers of stars so like you know like you can see here like orion and you could see it so clearly but you can't see the layers upon layers upon layers of stars behind orion you know it's just it was insane it was incredible it was one of the most beautiful experiences i've ever had And we kind of just hung out. We did a little meditation and did some bay leaf wishing and threw our wishes into the far. And Corey and I bowed out a little bit early because the next day we were road tripping over to Sedona, which was amazing. Three and a half hour road trip. So it was a little was a little much. We got Dutch Bros coffee, which I've never had before. Never even heard of it. Really? Don't they have Dutch Bros by Stevie? No, they have Bigs, Bigsby, Big, Bigs, Big Bees, Bigs Bees. I don't know. It's fucking dope. I thought that's what they had by Stevie, but I guess not. So I made everybody go to Dutch Bros. I just mind that because we always do the one that's big, whatever. But I thought that was what it was, though. I thought that's what Dutch Bros was. Mm -hmm. So I made everybody go there because I was like, my friend Stevie goes to this place all the time. 
she doesn't. <laughs> it's like they have really amazing coffee here, which they did. Turns out That's I good. wasn't wrong about that. Because it would have sucked. <laughs> that was a story you made up in your brain and the coffee sucked. So right. really bad. <laughs> so you at least had good coffee (laughs) we had good coffee we drove over to Sedona we had a really amazing trip getting there we actually stayed in a place called Cottonwood which was like a very cute little town old Cottonwood was like very like western we went hiking around this lake and did some like rock hounding when we got there and then the next day we went into Sedona and none of my friends have been there before I was there once so I offered I offered to drive so that they can like see mm-hmm. it driving in. And even as the driver, it was just absolutely amazing. So astonishing. So beautiful. Like not only the energy, but the views. Like I, you know me, I'm a crier. So I immediately start crying what? the moment we're pulling into Sedona. <laughs> not only because of the like overwhelming energy but just the absolute like beauty and majesty of these mountains that are just incredible we went to the holy chapel which is built into the side of the mountain which is mm-hmm. really cool we spent some time there and then we went hiking at bell rock and we like hiked up a little bit like the rocks and stuff which was really fun and then we had some really amazing mexican food Got had a couple of margaritas, got a little saucy, hung out in Sedona for a little bit. Uh, and then we went back to the Airbnb. And unfortunately, the next day was the day that we had to leave. But our flight wasn't until 1130 p.m. Central time, not central time, mountain time. So we just had a day of like trying to figure out what we were going to do because we had to be out of the Airbnb by 12. So we went back to Sedona. It was once again raining, which was annoying, but it was okay because like earlier that week they had snow. So as much as I would have loved to see it snow in Sedona, I'm glad that it was rain so that we weren't driving around in snow. Um, But we hit up a bunch of the metaphysical shops there, bought a couple of things and just kind of like checked out like the scene, had some food and then drove back to the airport. And luckily we were all in the same terminal. So we all hung out like until our planes boarded. And then we we parted ways and it was very sad to leave Corey. And we all decided we wanted to adopt him and we were trying really hard to get him to come home with us. (laughs) Yeah. And I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I knew from the beginning that Mike and Corey Schmidt, Schmidt's real name is Mike. So you'll hear me like intertwine between like intermingle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whatever. Go back and forth between Change. Mike and Schmidt. Interchange. Yeah. Interchange. Yes. Yeah. That one. Mm. Interchange between Mike and Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Schmidt and, uh, and Corey got along amazingly. Uh, which I knew was going to happen. I mean, I know Corey will get along with anybody, but I just like felt like their vibe would be very similar, you know? Mm -hmm. And we just all had a really amazing, magical, beautiful, wonderful time together. And, you know, you guys were missed. And hopefully next year we can all make it. But it was just a really lovely experience. And then I came home and I had the flu. So (laughs) the universe was like, you had fun, now rest. Yeah. And I got sick as we got home Wednesday. I called out of work and my job was kind of like not happy about it. But I was like, I can't do it today. Well, I wasn't sick yet on Wednesday, but I was 
I was, yeah, and I was really exhausted. So, and then Thursday, I was, like, feeling, like, a little weird. But I was, like, maybe I'm just, like, super run down from, like, the jet lag and, you know, whatever. And then Friday, I started coughing. And then by Friday night, I had 102 fever. And I had 102 fever until Sunday morning when my fever broke. And I've still been, like, up and down. It came back. Yeah, it came back on Monday. Yep. So it was, it broke on Sunday and then it came back on Monday and today is Thursday. So I haven't had a fever since Monday, maybe Tuesday. I can't remember, but I've been fever free for a few days now and it feels delightful, but unfortunately Ken got sick. So (laughs) Ken's dealing with all that shit now. Yeah. But it was all in all, it was a, it was a great, it was a great time. We're definitely going to go back next year. And like I said, we're going to fly there and we're going to road trip home. Oh, because I didn't tell you about going through the airport real quick. Just telling you about going through security. So all of us got stopped at security. <laughs> Every single one of us got stopped at security and because like searched. we and searched. Yep. <laughs> because we all had rocks in our bags. And I was like, you would think that these people would like. No. Yeah, be used to this. I mean, I guess a lot of people probably fly in and out of Tucson. We fl- and flew in and out of Phoenix, but still, like it's it's a it's a it's a thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, because I can't remember where I flew in when I went to Arizona, but like even the airport is very rocky, right? So the guy like, was inside to of me, it, like the decor, like right. you're in the desert. They're gonna let you know. So the guy was like to me, like, do you have like a lot of rocks in your bag or something? I was like, yeah, I just got back from the gem show. He was like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, that makes sense. And just like was like searching through my bag, like not only like pulling out rocks that I got from like hiking, but also like the crystals and stuff. And he was like, all right. He's like, you're fine. And I was like, thanks. I got. Meanwhile, Schmitty and Corey both had like huge ass fossils in their bags and the inspectors that they had were like looking at their fossils and were like oh wow these are like really cool like my guy was like drop it yeah they should have just yelled you break it you buy it right exactly (laughs) so i'm thinking about like what i think maybe the move right for next year is to get like a makeup case Mm. With like the tray, so it's like a bigger body at the bottom, and then like yeah. that, and then you can put all of your crystals and everything, and then when they need to look, you just be like, "Here you go." Yeah, you don't need to touch it. You can just move it around. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was good. It was amazing. It was fun. It was grand. Well, I love it. I loved it. I miss it. I f- FOMO. The whole Working time. is for is the pits i wish i could just be on vacation all the time but i guess that was what makes vacation so good is the times when you're able to just have that time to relax you know like we would do like family tea every night like before bed we would all like make tea and like sit at the kitchen table and like rehash the day like we got home we would like all sit at the table and like this is what I got today and like pull out all of our crystals like I don't know it was just it was just a very nice like bonding experience you know yeah yeah no I've yeah yeah sorry why are you saying sorry? FOMO. Well, no, I'm just sitting here thinking of like, 
I'm having my arm like, damn, COVID really did fuck us up. Because, <laughs> like, when I – it was before COVID, John and I had uh, roommates. And we would, like, do that shit all the time. Yeah. And, like, when Stevie lived here, like, she would come over and, like, I would make tea and we would just fucking hang out. And it was, like, yeah. a whole thing. And then, yeah, I feel like COVID happened and now people just don't – we're all just so lowly. I know. Good. Yeah. Good. But we don't have to be. No, we don't. We don't um, have to be. We don't. I also I also feel like so my my best friend Cindy. You've never met Cindy. I've She's seen never been Cindy. Cindy. You've seen I've Cindy? I've seen her. I think for her birthday, it was either for her birthday or for your birthday, you guys went and did something. It was her birthday. We went to the the sanctuary farm. Yes. And we played with the baby goats. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I've known Cindy since I was 18, and we've always been like, we need to go to Sedona. She's never been, and I've never been, and it's been like mm-hmm. a thing. So I feel like one of the reasons why I couldn't go mm. was because Cindy has to be with me. Yeah, makes sense. So I'm just going to tell her now. Yeah. <laughs> be prepared for next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like I can't go without her. I don't blame you. I understand. There's been many, many years we've been saying. Yeah. Let's go sit on a mountain. It's so beautiful there. Yeah. I've only been to Scottsdale. That's it. I've never been to Scottsdale. I was there for work. They flew me out there for like a week. It was beautiful there too. Are there mountains there too? Yeah, there's like some mountains, uh, probably not the same because yeah. it's definitely more urban-y. Mm. Yeah, I was out there for work. I was a crazy that that job also sent me to Cabo. Oh, I worked for yeah, did makeup in Cabo nice. for a week. That's fun. Yeah, makeup shit. Everybody, this is why that episode didn't come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Teresa's been sick and I've just randomly had a bunch of things fall on my plate yeah Um, so we had an episode that we actually did record we recorded record an episode hasn't been edited at all I don't even remember it yeah it was an Aquarius season like celebrity maybe we should just hold on to it and we'll just release it next year yeah. <laughs> I'll just keep it in well, my back pocket next year while we're in Arizona we have the whole year to edit it perfect perfect Coco was actually funny when she came to drop when she came to pick up uh, stuff today from my house Uh huh. and she's like when is the episode going to come out <laughs> yeah. I was like and she's like what like I, I'm you know I'm just curious this, I want, like i was like oh people like are waiting for it yeah because we i don't think we've dropped an episode since like the 20th it's been like a month so yeah but Whoops. i mean well i did put something up for the patreons mm-hmm. yes you did i did a little card pulling thing over there yes you did i haven't gone to see if there was any reactions to it when I looked, it was very shortly after you posted it, and I did not see any reactions, but I have not looked since. That's so fine. No one loves me. It's okay. 
We all love you. <laughs> we all we all love you. Yeah, I did that. And I mean, yeah, I'm going to go. I'll check out and see if that's more like. Because that was fun. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah. I enjoyed that more than like typing up all of the, what are these things? Yeah. Why not? I feel like also you are very good on camera. So you have a good personality. People like to see you. <laughs> me. That's so weird that what? you just said that because when I but here? no but before this episode started I was like I feel like my mom is gonna call me while we're recording <laughs> so thank you for saying that because that's now like I'm a validation like I shouldn't have missed that call <laughs> make sure everything's okay well we can wrap this up anyway the only thing that we didn't discuss that we were talking about discussing was that the moon card and the hanged man are associated with pisces so the moon card is the pisces card and the hanged man is the neptune card and i feel like we kind of touched base on it a little bit with mary but the hanged man is like one of my top favorite cards though it's the card that i pulled myself for this year it's my literally one of like my favorite. It's this like, one's good too. I, I need to get you this deck. It's the astrological zodiac. Mm. Or I'm sorry, the zodiac tarot. Did I just say the astrological zodiac? I don't know what you said, but I'm just like, okay, I'll get it when I whenever. <laughs> no, I'll get it for you. I'll get it for um, you as a gift. I'll add it to the box of shit that I have for you. <laughs> it's my favorite. I even have like Anna Hata's merch I made around the hanged man that like I was inspired by like there was like a whole thing it like is the moment of growth yeah like wow. it's, I'm upside down I'm seeing this thing differently how can I see it from a new angle that but it's also like it, it just has it's got the ace of swords energy with it too just like yeah. that aha moment mm-hmm. like oh Wait, it's all perspective. I feel like I needed to hear that right now. I feel like being sick is never fun. And it put me in a funk, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just need to remember that it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. And the moon is all about intuition. And I'm sorry that we don't have more for you on that today, but we've been recording for almost two hours with a half hour break in between with us trying to get Mary's stuff to work. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what time is it? It's It's 8.30. We started at six. It's been two and a half hours. It's been a while. It has. It's been. It's been. Wait, when does this come out? When is this one coming out? I mean, it was supposed to come out tomorrow, but, or today is the day. Oh, this is supposed to come out today. Yeah, yeah, it sure oh, is. Fuck. Uh, it's going to come out when it comes out. <laughs> I want it, I want to get it out earlier, but I feel like we should just go back and I'll release it on Thursday, the 29th. Unless you think another two weeks. It. No, today's the 20. Oh, today's the 15th. Yeah. No, the 22nd. The 22nd. The All 22nd. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why I thought today was the 22nd for some reason. But yeah, I'll release it on the 22nd. 
Heads up. Oh. Announcement time. Yes. Because if it goes out on the 22nd. Wait, use, use, is there a thing? What? Is there a horn? Horn, horn, horn? On the soundboard? What are the soundboards? <laughs> <laughs> announcement! Announcement! Bluetooth. Better help. Hello, Fresh. Why won't the dramatic piano stop? You have to stop it. Can I? Oh. Oh. Okay. Um. What the fuck was I saying? Announcement. Announcement. Horn, horn, horn. Announcement. Horn, 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 horn. Uh, Anna Hottest Purpose tickets go on sale on the first. Yeah, they do. March 1st and facilitation applications close on February 29th. Yeah, they do. For real. Yo, for real. This is not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. And you know what? Even if you're Rachel's friend, it's not a joke. What? I don't. Because <laughs> like, you know. Like, if you don't put in your application, but you're like, it's okay, because I'm friends with Rachel, and she'll still accept it after. Yeah. No, No, yeah, it's legit, this. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that, because that's how I end up with, like, a hundred facilitators and a headache. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can't do it anymore. So I've had people who literally, like Tim and Jess, I made Tim and Jess fill out an application. Yeah, gotta. Gotta do it to them. I'm like, I need you guys on there. Because I need to be yep. able to keep track of my things. Gotta so, yeah. go with Colin. 29th. The application closes. You'll know if, you, if you're if you a part of the curriculum for the purpose by like mid-March. Cool. I'm gunning to get this scheduled out. Mad wow. That's very early. Also, did you see the new artwork? I did. There's a new, I can talk about it now because probably by the time this comes out, it'll be out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got over from my, the logo person. We may, it's the same thing, but pale skin, red hair, hair, tan skin, brown skin, black hair. Nice. So it's the same thing, all different color combinations. Nice. And I'm so excited about it. I love that. I was like, it's Rachel and a thing. And that's when I would say, I'm not a millennial. I don't part my hair in the center. It is not me. And also, now it's you. Hmm. You should do like an alien one with like purple hair and green skin or something. I should. (laughs) You should. Ooh, also speaking of Anahata, something really, really cool happened at one of the dispensaries that we went to when we Oh my god, stop. I like died when you told me this story. So we walk into the dispensary. Corey's wearing his Anahata's Purpose t-shirt, the one from this past year. The woman checking our IDs goes, Anahata's Purpose? Like from Waba? From from the from the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour? (laughs) And we were like, yeah. 
like from the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. She's like, I've never met anybody else that listens to the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour before. I was like, yeah, you know, we 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 actually we have a pretty big part in that hottest purpose. We're both facilitators there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of the hosts of Two Geminis and a Leo. She didn't know our podcast, but that's okay. I gave her my card. I know. And I me. said, <laughs> and I said, you know what? You didn't know. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know, All right? Go eat a hot dog. And we were like, this, yeah, we're like, this is Corey. This is the Corey B. The Corey from Twitter. You are meeting the Corey B right now. You know how much Corey fucking hates that shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, that was really cool when you messaged me that. Yeah, it was really, really cool. It was cool. It was cool. And they're going to come now. They're going to come. You should message them on Instagram and let them know. The tickets go on sale on the first. <laughs> <laughs> March first, March first. Mm-hmm. Also, though, what you should do is you should RSVP early. No, to Anahata's. Oh, no more, no more, no more. The All people right. that already already RSVP'd, they're going to get early access to tickets. Ooh, fancy! I did see that email. That's what I was. I was going to say it without saying it. I was going to be like, you know, you do get some special things if you RSVP early. I'm no, just saying. Yep. People who RSVP'd early, they're going to get a day early access to the tickets. Nice. But not you if you didn't, so maybe <laughs> next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to figure it to see like who's facilitating, what's happening, and then we could do our facilitator interviews, like actually do them on time with the schedule this year. <laughs> we can. We can. I have I have there's a there's some good ones. There's there's a pretty big one that I'm Ooh. working on right now. Ooh. and Jeremy and I had a call earlier today and we like almost are sure that the music lineup is cool. like done we're just some final confirmations I hope so, our good friend is coming back ask me and I'll just make a head notion if somebody can no one can see it Coof dots. cool so yeah so that's that's it that's the purpose that's the things that are happening the things that are coming get your facilitator applications in get your facilitator applications in for sure and volunteer applications but those aren't ending soon those are on a running basis so like just like put them in now if you want to get approved so that you can get that sweet sweet ticket discount yay yay Mm -hmm. and then vendor applications will be coming out a little after that. And there was something else I was going to say, but I cannot remember. Oh. We got some friends that are doing a podcast now. Oh, we do. Yeah, it's called Cultivating Magic. It is indeed. And I'm going to be on it. They asked me to be on it, too. Of course they did. <laughs> so I know Lindsay, Mike and Lindsay are on it. I think I'm recording. I'm recording with them soon. Oh, actually, my episode with them comes out on March 1st when the tickets launch. Nice. Yeah. So we'll definitely be posting that info for y'all. Chit-chatting with them, too. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, thanks for sticking with us. I know this episode has been a little all over the place, but it wouldn't be a mutable Pisces season. Come back to the 
to to podcasting episode if it wasn't a little spicy i feel like i'm always apologizing for our episodes and then they come out and we get like so many downloads and people are so delighted by them but i'm like i'm sorry that i exist as a person (laughs) every time you need to stop that full stop Uh, full stop full stop astro hose out astro hose out wait we can't hold on we can't be out yet i'm sorry do you listen to the last podcast on the left no okay they just came out they do side stories episodes and i really love this podcast it's fucking hilarious a lot of people do enjoy it i love it i fucking love it i, I just cracking up cracking up reffing a whole lot <laughs> there were these fish off the coast of miami that uh, were making this sound that was loud enough for people to hear and it was like caused all of this ruckus did you hear about this i did not babe i didn't I'm hear what he said story. that's good i didn't hear what he said i didn't hear what he You're said like, i'm telling a story he just like says it so <laughs> it's just like all this like boom boom like this bass sound is like going through these people's houses and they're like where the fuck is this coming from it was these fishes fucking Oh my god! <laughs> they be fucking. It's true. True story. It's I believe thing. it. What a what a glorious Pisces season story. Oh my god! Yeah, it is. The fishes be fucking. Happy Pisces season, everyone. I don't even think they were like actually fucking because they're like fish. They're not dolphins, you know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they're fish. <laughs> I wish that we could name the episode Fishes Be Fucking. Why can't we? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like fucking probably shouldn't be in an episode name. What? You can just put the little star thing. I don't know. Mary might not like it. True. Because Mary's I not mean, even going to like the story. <laughs> True. Fish fornication. John says, uh-huh. call it fish fornication. Mm. No. That He's the man matter. with. I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Maybe. Maybe. All right. That's all. I just needed, I just, Astro Hose out. Fishes be fucking. Fishes be fucking. Astro Hose out. Bang, bang, bang. Goodbye. I have to press stop and I forgot. Well, that's a wrap for another episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to give that follow button a forehead kiss so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. If you want to stay connected, you can go to our website, Two Geminis and Leo, where you can connect with either of us or find all of our social media and Patreon platforms. So just search for Two Geminis and a Leo. And if you have any thoughts, questions, or topic suggestions, drop us a line. We'd love to get a transmission from you. Until next time, folks. Astro hose out. out. Should we sing it? I think we should. Astro ho. No, because that's up there forever. <laughs> yeah, but like the way you're saying it is funny. Astro hose <laughs> out. Astro hose out. Astro hose out. Astro. Astro hose out. Astro. Astro hose out. Astro hose out. Astro hose out. Astro hose out.